Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to our daily devotional, our walk through the Minor Prophets. Man, we've knocked out, uh, let's see, Hosea, Joel, Amos, and now we are here to knock out Obadiah. So, man, I'd encourage you, maybe you haven't listened at all to these and you just kind of thumb through them. Man, just take out a few seconds every day and uh, walk with us through books of the Bible because we believe that walking through the Bible in a daily basis is so important, um, that it's so important to just be in the Word every single day uh, to, to fix our eyes on Jesus, to be able to look at Him a little bit. And, uh, man, it's so important for us in our walk with Christ. And so that's what we're doing. And uh, off of a request, we started off with the Minor Prophets and said we've officially done three now, which is so cool because I think that gets our book total up to like I think it's like 10 books now, which is crazy. So you can find all those devotionals on the Point Podcast. Uh, but today we're in Obadiah. And if you like short books, um, Obadiah is for you. It is one chapter long. It's literally one chapter long, 21 verses. We're going to do it today and tomorrow. So we'll take two days to kind of go through it. But but you do kind of need to know some background stuff a little bit. So Obadiah is prophesying against the people in the land of Edom. Edom, E-D-O-M. Now why that's significant is if you go all the way back to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12, you have Abraham and Sarah. They have Isaac. Isaac marries Rebekah. And then Isaac and Rebekah have Jacob and Esau. Jacob and, and his lineage later becomes the people of Israel, but Esau actually becomes the people of Edom. And so the people of Edom are actually in the family tree of Abraham, which is kind of a big deal to think about, right? They're in the family tree of Abraham, but if you know the story of Jacob and Esau, um, it didn't really end that well. Uh, there was some tension there. Jacob stole Esau's birthright, and it was not a good family situation. Shout out to family issues going on, right? It was kind of a tense situation. And so what happens, though, is you have the people separate. So Jacob, uh, he becomes Israel. Esau is, is off on his own and his people become the people of Edom. And this tension between these two groups continues on. And so what, what actually happens when the Babylonians take over Jerusalem and the Babylonians take over the Israelites and they bring out the people of Israel into exile, Edom, instead of coming to the aid of Jerusalem and instead of helping them and, and frankly, even you know instead of standing as a bystander, what they do is they actually swoop in and begin to pillage and plunder some of Israel's smaller cities and stuff. So basically what they're doing is they're taking advantage of Israel while Israel is being led into captivity by Babylon. It's the ultimate definition of just kicking someone while they're down, right? And the big thing that's being confronted here is really the the pride of Edom. I mean, listen to verse three. He he says, this is Obadiah speaking through um, the people of Edom on behalf of the Lord. And listen to what he says. He says, the pride of your heart has deceived you. You who lived in the clefts of the rock in your lofty dwelling, who say in your heart, who will bring me to the ground? Though you soar aloft like an eagle, though your nest is set among the stars, from there I will bring you down. Uh, Obadiah is speaking to prideful people saying, hey, your, your pride has got you high and lofty and you think you're untouchable, but God 
is going to judge you and you can't escape the judgment of God. And it's such a good reminder for us because there's a verse that I thought about in reading this chapter and it's in the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus says that the humble will be exalted and the prideful will be humbled, right? If you think back to camp uh, last year, a year and a half ago, right? We went through the book of Daniel and we were going through that book. We talked about the two kings, right? And you have one king who, Nebuchadnezzar, who is incredibly prideful, but what does he do? He humbles himself and when he humbles himself, God exalts exalts him. But then the very next king in the next chapter, he's prideful and he doesn't humble himself. And what happens? God brings him to ruin. The Bible is clear that, that we're not called to be prideful people because the prideful will be exalted. But instead, let, let us humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Well, let us do what Jesus says in Mark chapter 10, that we don't come to, to be served by other people, but we want to serve others. We humble ourselves and then the Lord will exalt us. And so let's not make the same mistake that Edom made in this book. Let, let's don't make the same mistake that they're getting punished for and receiving judgment for. Let, let's not be prideful people, kicking other people when they're down, looking for how we can always help ourselves. But let's be people of humility, F following first the example of, of Jesus, right? In Philippians chapter two, when Paul tells us to be humble and he says, have the same mindset as Christ who did not consider equality with God, something to be grasped, but took on the very nature of a servant, humbling himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. And what's so awesome is there when Jesus humbles himself, what does God do? God exalts him and God raises him from the grave. So don't be like the people of Edom today. Let's not be prideful people. Let's be humble people. And so it's pretty intense. I hope you read verse 1 through 16 on your own. Read that on your own today. And uh, I mean, it's pretty intense, but then we're going to see, as we always do in the Minor Prophets, this hope come bursting through tomorrow. So I love you. Thanks for listening today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.